Good morning, church. We are starting a seven-part series entitled 40 Days of Prayer. Uh, This is our Lenten series. I know that Lent doesn't start until uh, Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, uh, but I wanted to go ahead and get a a head start on it because I I want to invite you uh, to have a systematic journey of faith uh, during the season of Lent. And I want to challenge you to make a new commitment that where you are today in your spiritual formation, whether you've been in church all of your life or whether you've been in church for the first time today, uh, that you will make a fresh new commitment uh, to allow the presence of God to speak into your life. I want you to look at this passage of Scripture from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. It says, we're not meant to remain as children at the mercy of every wind of teaching. Instead, we're meant to hold firmly to the truth in love and to grow up in every way into Christ. The scriptures, both Old Covenant and New Covenant, are talking to us about uh, the need for us to grow up, not to remain as children. Uh, let Let me see if I can give you a really a spiritual image for you to hold on to during this series. Uh, So uh, some of you have heard that our daughter Amanda and her husband Freddie uh, are expecting our first grandchild, uh, a grandbaby, a little girl. And um, we're kind of excited about that. So the first week of June... Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to celebrate that birth, I hope, uh, not the second week of June, Amanda hopes. Uh, but we're going to celebrate. And so uh, we've already started you know, putting up the crib that we had when our two kids were small and little infants and a changing table I'm making and, and all sorts of things to get ready. And uh, one of the things that Amanda gave me uh, kind of just a, uh, to, to remind me of things that we're going to need is a sample package of diapers, and so, um, <clears throat> and we saw a lot of those. And, and so, one of the, one of the things that um, uh, this week as I was writing my sermon, somehow that sample package of diapers was on the corner of my desk. And I'm thinking, that's exactly the image I want to give to you today. <laughs> you can choose to remain in these, in your spiritual formation, all of your life. Or you can make a fresh and new commitment uh, to experience the presence of God living in your life. So let me ask you, uh, which of these do you want? Either uh, to stay true to where you are in your past, we have a little one in the room right now, or uh, to focus on where the Word of God is going to draw you. Where do you want to go? Okay, which one? This one did I hear? All right, I just want to make sure. So um, today I want to just kind of prime the pump with you, and I want you to take out the teaching notes. You're going to need them uh, because I want you to really follow along on on how we can prepare ourselves uh, in spiritual maturity uh, to help us look at this sermon series on 40 days of prayer. So I want to look at four dimensions of spiritual maturity. Uh, Here's the first. Uh, I I believe with all my heart that if we are going to grow, we need to read God's Word. We need to read 
God's word. Uh, so let, let me see if I can set the stage for you. Let's say that uh, uh, you come to worship every Sunday at 9.30. Or I'm sorry, let me, re, let, me, let me go a different way. Yeah, I'll go this way. Let me show, show them the picture if you would, John. Uh, perhaps, so let's say that you go to uh, the, the, the restaurant and you uh, are going to go to a, a, to a buffet like this. And you're going to go every single Sunday morning at 9.30, and you're going to just gorge yourself. You're just going to eat and eat and eat and eat and eat, and you're going to do that for an hour. And, and, that's, and so that is going to be your hour. And then when you leave the restaurant, uh, you're not going to eat again for another week. What do, you, what do you think your body will say to you? I think it's going to revolt, isn't it? So the image that I want to share with you is that this is the way many of you work on your spiritual maturity. You come in here, and I'm not sure that all of you are, are eating a lot of the food that's being shared with you, uh, but, but I do say that you're coming in here, and you want to eat of the meal, and then when you leave here at precisely 10.30 to get in your cars and leave before the next group has to come in, that, that, and if that's all you do, guess what? Where do you think you're going to remain? And so I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to say, you know what, we just can't read uh, while we're in here. We have to read all the time. Matthew 4, uh, verse 4, puts it this way. Uh, People need more than bread for their life. They must feed on the Word of God. I want to challenge you. And and so on the website uh, on Wednesday, uh, Brahman, our Director of Communications, is going to be putting on there a reading plan, a Bible reading plan that you can go to every single day during the 40 days of Lent, it looks like this, and it would be really easy for you to find. You can click on it, and it's going to share with you uh, the Bible verse for that day that's going to help launch you, prepare you uh, for spiritual maturity. And so here is what I want to challenge you precisely with, that you're going to walk out of here today, and you're going to make a commitment that you're going to read the Scriptures every single day during uh, the season of Lent. And if you're giving it five minutes now, I want to challenge you to read 10 minutes. If you're reading 10 minutes now, I want you to read 20 minutes. If, if you're not reading anything, don't, don't say, oh, I'm going to read the Bible for an hour. You won't do it. But I want you to read the Bible. That's the first, first way we can move in our spiritual maturity. The second way is this. We grow in different ways. We grow in different ways. Uh, I, I love what, the, uh, what John the Baptist said in the, in, the gospel of, in the gospel of Luke chapter 3, verse 18. He says, in many different ways, John preached the good news to the people. Why did John uh, decide to, 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 to do that? Because we learn in different ways. Pastor Robert and I are very committed that during uh, this next series, we're going to be teaching to you in different ways in order to capture uh, your attention so that uh, those of you who are sleeping 50 minutes of the service will only sleep 45 minutes of the service, and those of you who are... But I really uh, want you to understand uh, that I believe that we grow in different ways. So let me, let me see if I can identify. I, I did some reading this week on educational psychology. Uh, Some of us in this room are auditory learners. 
that means that when you, you're, you're listening, this is the most comfortable way for you to learn. You listen to who, who's ever up here teaching, and, and you just receive it, you get it, and you act on it. And, and that's one of the reasons why you like church so much, because predominantly this is what we do. We, we, we teach auditory uh, methodology. But the reality is that not everybody's in that same way. Uh, some of you are not auditory, but rather uh, some of you are visual. You, you use the eye gate as a methodology that's going to get information into your brain. And that means you're going to predominantly read the Word of God. Uh, you're going to uh, view a video, and, and that's the way you're going to learn. Now, some of you don't learn until you engage your mouth. Don't look at that person so fast. Uh, but truthfully, this is one of the ways I learn, because I, I, I love to teach Bible study, uh, because I have to read and learn, and, and then when I stand up and speak it, I learn it so much better. Now, there are others of you in the room who, who do not like to listen, who do not like to read, and who do not like to speak, and they're called men. <laughs> the men will get me for that one. It's a generalization, I understand, but there's a lot of truth to that. And, and so what we're trying to do is we're going to try to position this teaching in a way uh, that all of us, whether you are the 30% of you who are auditory or the 65% of you who are visual or the 5% of you who actually have to do it in order to learn it. I, I'm going to go to the baseball game. When I played baseball a lot, I didn't read a book to learn how to throw a baseball. What I do, I actually did it. And so 5% of us learn that way. So that's the second thing. We're going to try to teach in a lot of different ways. Third is um, uh, we grow when we develop spiritual habits. We have to develop spiritual habits. I cannot overestimate uh, this for you. We absolutely have to learn how to receive and repeat. It's all about repetition. Uh, look at this passage of Scripture, John 13, 17. Now, I'm sorry, go back. Thank you. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you practice them. Uh, um, educational psychologists say that it takes three weeks of us doing something for us to get comfortable with it, and then it takes three more weeks of doing it before it becomes ingrained in our, in, in our, in our lives. And, and, and the reality is that many of us uh, start the three weeks and we are engaged. We do it every single day, like reading the Bible scriptures. And you do that so effectively those, those first three weeks. And then in the fourth week, you, you miss a day or you miss two days. And, and then you, you do it again. And by the, the next week, uh, you're just not doing it. You have to do something for six weeks. That's why between now and Easter, we're going to invite you uh, to read scripture and to memorize this verse. Now, I have a, a teacher with me today. Gwen, if you'll come up and join me, please. Gwen Wallace uh, is going to come, and she's going to teach us uh, this text from John 13, uh, verse 17. And so what she's going to do, if you stand right there behind that mic, what she's going to do is she's going to say it once, the Scripture, then repeat the Scripture verse, and then she is going to uh, repeat the Scripture, what it is again, and that's going to be the, she's going to be modeling for us what we're going to do.
John 13, 17. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you practice them. John 13, 17. Thank you, Gwen. So will you please join Gwen and allow her to teach you the scripture because next week it's not going to be on the screen. This week we're going to give it to you. Ready, Gwen? Do it again. John, John 13, 17. 17. Now, now that you know, you know these things, things you will be blessed if you practice them. John 13, 17. Well done. Thank you. <clears throat> So I'm going to be inviting you uh, this week to memorize John 13, 17, and allow uh, that to become a source of strength for your living. And then here's the fourth way uh, that we grow uh, spiritually. It, and it's simply we grow when we commit to grow. If we don't make a commitment to grow, we will never, ever grow. It doesn't just come automatically. If we're going to grow in our spiritual maturity... We have to practice it. We have to put it into action. So let me ask you this question. And I really want you to be as honest as you can be with your answer. If you think about next year at the same time, are you going to be the same in your body, mind, and spirit a year from now as you are today? Or will you decide today to make a commitment to allow the Word of God to dwell richly and deeply in you so that you can experience the fullness of God living in you today as well as tomorrow, as well as a year from now? I want you to take your teaching notes. Everybody take out your teaching notes, please. And at the very bottom of it, you'll see a dotted, a dashed line. And so I'm going to invite you to, to fold that right there along that line. And I want to invite you right now, this very day, to, to make a commitment to your spiritual maturity. I want to invite you to write down your name uh, right there. And then uh, as we get ready for communion, then I want you to, to tear that off. Bring it with you when you come down to communion. After you receive communion, uh, there are glass bowls that you'll find at the different stations that we have. And you're just going to place it into that glass bowl as your sign of commitment uh, that you want to do this. So let me ask you one more time. Do you want to grow up? Do you? Yes. Let me ask it again. That was pretty poor. <laughs> do you want to grow up? Yes. Then I invite you to make a commitment to Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen.